if you go to the social media there is a wave of doctrine that has started and is growing increasingly growing more and more and it's about excessive ecclesiastical or theological intellectualism and then excessive uh, spirituality talks on spirituality and spiritual and spiritual and spiritual and uh, and then uh, 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 excessive theology and uh, 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 the Greek word if you read from the original Bible that is not the interpretation uh, so uh, I have problem with this and all those kind of that as if they are God you have problem with what what and what I studied a bit under the late Derek Prince he did the Greek philosophy and he said one thing on his tape that uh, the riches can make people proud or can grow the spread of pride and then he said uh, he mentioned about three things riches and position and then he mentioned he said the worst of them is learning when people feel they are learned they develop the spirit of pride mostly that does not accommodate the possession of the knowledge in worshiping god i don't know if my english is plain in simple ways the acquisition of knowledge in the things of God, it is not like acquisition of knowledge in the field of academia. So when the Bible and the and the and the books of scripture which were written by inspiration are going to be handled like literature in English then you must know our faith is going to rest in the wisdom of what men check Corinthians that thing is there so read first uh, Corinthians word chapter 2 verse 4 and word 5 the how what excessive ecclesiastical intellectualism too much learning of religious books and the Bible like what is done in the field of our academia or handling the Bible like uh, doing literature in English studying a book written by Shakespeare the results is that you produce worshippers whose faith are based on what rest in human world wisdom read first corinthians 2 4 and 5 
and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, mm -hmm. but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. In the demonstration of the spirit and of what? Power. Uh -huh. Verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the so wisdom of men. So that the faith does not stand. That's the wrong faith in the wisdom of men. But Many of what we are calling Christianity today. Mm -hmm. But in the power of God. But in the power of God. And go to Isaiah 11 verse 2. You see that acquisition of knowledge for worshipping God is spirit-based. And it's not intellectual. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Isaiah 11, 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of the Lord. Uh -huh. The Spirit of Here we are talking about the Spirit of Christ. Uh -huh. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. Uh -huh. The Spirit of counsel and mind. The Spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the world. The Lord. Acquisition of the knowledge in God produce godly fear. And it produces a personality with a faith that rests in the power of God. Corinthians said that rests in the power of God. Be abreast with me. That rests in the power of God. It rests in the power of God. So there is a difference. So we, if we, 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 we uh, 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 I, 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 I'm sorry to say this, but I, 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 I might say this thing. Uh, journalism, uh, and then the the way journalism are trained if they want to go into some of these things they should resort to leave it to people who have done journalism and have spiritual gain some degree of spiritual world knowledge and they who have faith and their faith rest in war the power of God that if we are going to do otherwise we will produce a quantum of knowledge that sounds good that sounds interesting that is very expository but lacks the power and the ability to produce to convert a sinful person it cannot remove a greed from an intellectualism lacks the power to remove greed from individual. I'm talking about ecclesiastical intellectualism. It lacks the power to remove pride and wickedness and sexual immorality from individual. This is the point we are making. Lord, what do you want me to say here? I'm talking about some of these forces that plunge, that plunge us into vain world. Worship.
that plunge us into world, vain world, worship. I've also had the opportunity to do some of these uh, theological studies. They will take something like, who is a word? A prophet. And strictly speaking, if Jesus Christ himself made the gospel simple, anybody that tries to make it complex, you end up confusing what? People, when you produce people with faith that, that rest in human world, waste wisdom, which therefore result in vain world worship. So they can preach like nicely. The Greek word is philios, eros, and this thing, we talk about love, but it lacks the ability to convert people, to induce the spirit in them, to develop the godly love. They want to teach you about a prophet. They will teach you the etymology of the word prophet, the Greek root, the root word, the meaning, their functions, everything. I have books here, detailed. At the end of the day, people go to false prophets and they are deceived with ideological hopes and they collect their money. Jesus even warned, be careful you are not what? Deceived. But in my meditation this morning, what came was, what came to me? Now what I've done is to lay the foundation for what I believe the Lord wants me to teach. In my meditation this morning, I was thinking about the things the Lord Jesus talked about. He did not promote any of this excessive ecclesiastical intellectualism. Jesus never preached like that. And then, and then uh, the original translation and all this. No, 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 no. He didn't do that. He said, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is what at hand." And then he said. Luke 11, sorry, Matthew 11, reading from verse 6 down. He said, John the Baptist, when you went to the wilderness, did you go and look at somebody who was clothed in fine raiment? You went to a prophet, and he's more than a prophet, and to some of us, by the grace of God, many of us in the Christian church, if we read Luke 3, 10 to 14, we know the preaching of John the Word, Baptist. So if Jesus is praying this man as a prophet, then if you want me to tell you who is a prophet and I'm doing it under the Spirit, I'll just pick John the Baptist. He talked about his clothing, that he was not wearing any special expensive clothing and designer wears, but he was a prophet and more than a prophet. I wish you can pick those verses and read it for us. And this is the John the Baptist who told us Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world, of the earth. This is the John the Baptist who was a Levite but did not 
make use of the privileges tied to his entitlement as a Levite and will not even wear the phylactery, the priestly garment. He will not stay in the manse or the mission house. He spent most of his time on the wilderness denying himself of some comfort and the normal deviation from normal way of eating some sort of fasting life so he could be relevant to the purpose for which God brought him to this earth. That is a prophet. That is a prophet. So if you ask me a prophet to teach God's church who a true prophet is, I have no option than to take give you the example, only example of the one Jesus Christ was commended. But if you are going to go into excessive, we end up we will be deceived. So Jesus talked about worship, especially when you read what. John 4, he talked about prayer. He preached against false clergy. He called them hypocrites. Matthew 23 was dedicated for them and how they give attention to their uh, garments, make it do almost everything for show, for men, for, for public display, for men to see. How uh, anyone, they, nobody even should be, should be called master. We have only one master. That is Matthew 23 verse 8. And even your Lord Jesus Christ. But today, the clergy are doing something else. Many of the clergy we have here, all they are doing is titles, going for excessive ecclesiastical intellectualism. We do, Jesus taught us that we do the work of God with the Spirit of God and not excessive ecclesiastical work intellectualism the fact that one holds doctorate in theology does not make him even a man of god because romans 33 romans 11:33, the depths and the riches of the knowledge of god are unsearchable it is you never get to the end of the syllabus the more you know the better it taste for you in your own peculiar situation and it doesn't even make you better than the next person. So if people think they are learned in uh, Greek, the Hebrew, whatever, whatever, in theology and all this thing and they come and they are boasting and they are bragging with it and they think everybody is ignorant, they are equally ignorant of the spiritual world, knowledge. Truly, we may be ignorant of the ecclesiastical world, intellectualism, but we may be richer in acquisition of knowledge through Raka Kodesh, the Spirit of God. So one thing that was said about the apostles in Acts is that when they realized they have not been to school, they were not learned. They realized they have been with what? Jesus. I could wish you could look for that for him. So you must be careful. Jesus Christ opened the understanding of the disciples after his resurrection. It's a divine illumination. Excessive ecclesiastical 
uh, information without divine illumination amounts to illusion. Uh huh. Acts four thirteen. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, Good. they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Come on. That is it. That is it. They weren't intellectuals. They claimed Luke was a medical doctor and he was intellectual and to them Luke wrote a better account and when it came to medical things he gave more detail and other things God did not depend on their intellectual abilities and capabilities how do I know I know it from scripture Zachariah can you look for me he said not by might not by power but by my word spirit not by intellectual power not by oratory power not by the power of ecclesiastical intellectualism not the power of managerial skills not the power of uh, human organizational skills but by the power of the holy spirit so the lord Jesus christ himself said the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to among to preach the gospel among other things he has anointed me Today, some even claim they are fathers, fellow human beings who pure sinners, and they have power to anoint uh, some people and make them pastors and all that. I mean, such people fall under the spiritually poor in knowledge group, and they end up falling even into the teachings of Jesus Christ, the category he classified as hypocrites. And it's even blasphemous. When even Jesus Christ claimed God anointed him, fellow human being, you say you have power to anoint. Come on. You don't have it. You are bragging and assuming as throwing your weight about in Christendom, in deception. Come on, what did I ask you to read? Zachariah 4.6 Exactly. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Exactly. We do the work of God with the spirit of all God. Because at the end of the day, who is building the church? Matthew 16 is the Lord Jesus Christ who said he will build the church. How does he do it? He does it by his spirit and by giving us most of the time revolutionary knowledge to go about the duty and then the spiritual ability and the capability to do accomplish the will and, and then the task of God. He described that as his food. So Jesus Christ does the world. He does the job. And that's how come almost every church has his word, doctrine. You go to the 21st century clergy cannot talk about this is the doctrine of Jesus Christ. They will tell you this is the uh, this is the church doctrine. This is this way our denomination, this is our doctrinal stand. 
that is what Jesus referred to as the tradition of war men and they delay the commandments of God war aside and traditions of men do not produce godly personality that is the war of the 21st century church that is the war of the 21st century world church shall we pray Oh my 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 I'm looking for song. I'm looking for song. I'm looking for song. Guide me, oh the great over Every church has a different doctrine. And the clergy talk, yeah, they, they are denominationally minded and hearted. Myopic. Jesus talk about kingdom. John the Baptist talk about kingdom. We belong to the church. Mm-mm. The church of God. And not the denomination. We have come to Christ and not any human being. It was in Colonial's house. Peter held Colonial's when he bowed and lifted him up. He said, I'm a fellow man, 21st century clergy. Doesn't know. He's a fellow man. Like the lady. No wonder the grace of God worked mightily and Peter. They worked, they, they were custodians of the power of God. These ones. They lack power. All they are filled with is ecclesiastical intellectualism producing ungodly people whose faith rests in what? Human world. Wisdom. That's the difference. And when they are talking, they talk the innovation. Our church and our denomination, you are Pentecostal, you are charismatic, you are a Presbyterian, you are you are go to church of Pentecost, you go to SDA, you go to this. Denominationally minded, everybody has his own doctrine. They don't know the doctrine of Christ. And to them, all they teach is the church register. Jesus did not talk about church register. God has his own register. He's not going to use the church register. Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. Say you have come to the holy mountain of Zion. Psalm 91, he said, who, uh, he said, who, uh, what is it? Who, he who dwells in the secret of the world, most high, most high shall abide under the shadow of the world. Almighty. That secret place is what is spelled out in Hebrews word. Can you read it for me? Hebrews 22. Hebrews 22. 
Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. See, you have come to you've come to the church written in heaven. Not these are local books. So many of the things we see today, we call Christianity. Christianity is an abomination in the sight of God. God is looking for true worshippers. What we see, many we see today as Christianity is vain worship based on human traditions and doctrine. And they put the commandment of God aside. I keep saying 21st century, many of them really don't understand the Lord's Supper they minister. Yes, Hebrew. Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, God, and unto the city of the living God, God, the heavenly Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, and to the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, which are written in what? Heaven. heaven. And which, to God, which are written in what? heaven and toward God to God so the ones written in our local churches here they don't hold substance in heaven God has his own records in heaven listeners should bear this in mind both clergy and lady you stop manipulating with church attendance book and membership forms it's all vain go ahead and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. And to Jesus. Yes, God is the judge of all. Oh. oh. And that's why it's an ignorant, a, a clergy who is ignorant, spiritually deficient in spiritual knowledge, as we read in uh, Isaiah 11, verse 2, who have the nerve and the impunity to stand in front of a congregation and cast insinuation and tell people they don't accept them as membership. It's ignorance. Who made you the leader of the church and who make you the Lord of the church? Timothy says something. He said something, something, no controversy the foundations of the world. Paul says something. Uh, uh, the, the foundations of God stand sure and the portion I love is God knows them that are what? Case. It's not the clergy. For you to stand in front of congregation, display your ignorance because you think you have ecclesiastical intellectual laurels masters and doctorate and you open your mouth you talk trash somebody is not you don't accept somebody as a member if he dies you won't bury and you don't know when you are go you as if god gave him the register and the sequence and the order of who is going to die first such people if they don't change we shall see their ob obituary Everybody they are dressing like that. God will ensure those people they are dressing will read their obituary. Mm -hmm. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. Read. First Timothy 2.19 And it's okay for me if I end it. The foundation of God's standard The foundation show. of God's standard Having show. this seal. Having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Exactly. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Exactly. You hear that? 
they have learned. And Timothy uh, says something that they are always learning, not coming into the truth. This Easter past, they are plenty learning. Do they hear anything about Acts 3.26? They are still don't even understand the gospel they preach. And then you are coming to tell me uh, the Hebrew and your interpretation. You think when Joseph and Daniel and all these people, when they were living in Babylon, you think they were doing ecclesiastical intellectualism. They were custodians of the spirit of God, and that is the spirit of Christ. And they led the godly life. They made influence in their well, and because of Joseph, God blessed Potiphar's wife and his businesses. Because Joseph, the spirit of God led him to solve the then world economy. We have technocrats, but who claim to be believers. They can't do anything. They have no solution. They know the econometrics and whatever, uh, what do you call it? Uh, micro economics and all those uh, distant, but because their faith rests in human wisdom, they cannot make impact in their national economy and the world economy. This is what we are talking about. So where are the wise? Those who claim they know. Where is the power of God in them? They should give us a break. Not by might, not by power, but by my word, my spirit. He who has ears, let him listen. Amen.